I'm Gary. This is Austin. And we are Midwest Mics coming back at you live with another episode of Fully Loaded Kansas City right here on the Kansas City Podcast Network, Kansas City Public Network, uh, name change. Got to get it right, Kansas City oh, Public Network. Yeah. I uh, guess as you get a lashing every time you goof the name up. That's me. Yeah. yeah, so Public Network, Kansas City Public Network. But the key there is Kansas City. Uh, we are doing this for Kansas City people. And actually, just want to throw this out there. Um, it popped up on my memories today. Uh, one year ago today, we did our first episode of Fully Loaded. Really? Yep. A year. One year ago today. In the uh, At the old living room table. Yeah, it's the living room table right here on this iPad that I'm I'm on right now. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, I think I got yeah. off uh, I got off work or something and I just like zoomed over. Yep. And it was kind of a weird time because we were starting. We were in quarantine. We're in quarantine and we're starting a, a like a sports KC themed show, sort of lifestyle also kind of show. I don't even know. I mean, I assume we probably talked. <laughs> we probably talked about wrestling, I guess. We we actually watched Ric Flair's retirement match. Okay. Yeah, we were, kind of broke it down. We were like kind of scrambling around to come up with the, uh, like come up with like stuff to talk about or whatever. And so, mm-hmm. hey, don't worry, we made it work. We did. Here we are, a year later. Yeah, that's wild, man. That, that it's been a year. Dang, that's crazy. Pretty cool. Um, so this is um, episode forty-one if my calculations are correct. So in, in a year, um, we didn't quite get, you know, 52 episodes. But, uh, you know, it was probably a few weeks we missed having different stuff going on. But, uh, I mean, I know we've been going strong since since the fall. And, you know, we didn't miss very many weeks in the summer. So I, Yeah, I think it was like a couple of weeks where uh, something – it was like nothing happened. Like, yeah. what are we going to do a show about? And it's like, I don't even know because nothing's going on. So as soon as, as soon as, dang, I keep feeling like we were basically for, for the longest time, we were kind of talking about like when uh, uh, MLB and, uh, and NBA and all them were trying to set up to try to come back. And mm-hmm. we were kind of documenting like our thoughts about, uh, about how we feel about that. So that's kind of. Yeah. That's kind of cool. We got to see, you know, everybody come back. And, hey, it sounds like this year NFL. I don't know about full stadiums, but it's like the plan is, like, pretty full. Yeah. I mean, you know, Texas Rangers, obviously with MLB, they're, they're full capacity. So yep. I, I don't see the Cowboys straying away from that unless nope. it's a league policy. But I don't, I don't see the league – dictating uh, an attendance policy. I see the league kind of saying, Hey, follow your, your local, you know, guidelines. And yeah. so just yep. I, Texas is like, Hey, we're opening. Let's go. So, yeah. I mean, I, I and again, like we've said, if you don't like it, don't go. Yeah. We feel the same way about it. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, crucify anybody for wanting to wear a mask. 
I'm not crucifying anybody who want to stay mm-hmm. home. Uh, you know what? It's your thing. Do what you want to do because I don't know your situation. I don't know if you have somebody that uh, has an autoimmune disease. I don't know if you're kind of nervous about getting COVID. If you are, I mean, you know, we know people get it. It sucks. It sucks. So if you don't want to yeah. get it, I, I totally understand. I mean, I, we're, uh, we're definitely – we're definitely not saying that COVID is a hoax or anything like that, but I mean, every person just has to make the best decision for them and their family. And if, I I mean, if that's for you not to go do things, then stay home. I mean, with the technology we have, you can pretty much have anything you need or want delivered to your house. That's true. You can get groceries delivered. You get your meals, you can get entertainment. You know, they'll, I, mean, I mean, they'll sit it on your doorstep and walk away and you just go out and get it, you know? So, um, and again, if, if you're that person, then good for you, you know, you, you got to do what's best for you. But as far as me, I, I'm fully vaccinated. So I'm like, I'm going to do whatever. Like now, if there's a mask rule where I go, then I'll wear a mask. Yeah. You know what? Uh, like, I don't, I don't really have a problem with that. No, no, if no. that's the rule. And for me, what I end up doing with my mask is I bought, I mean, I got the. Yeah, you got the KC Royals. I got the Royals one. So I don't, I actually, I don't mind. And it's comfortable. I don't mind wearing this thing at all. And it kind of yep. shows off my team. I actually don't mind. Wear, like I, like we're going to the game Friday. I don't mm-hmm. mind. I'm not even, I don't mind wearing it. I'll wear it all. No. I'll wear it almost the whole time. Except what, I think, what, can you take it off when you're, you're sitting down? And then when you're up, is that when you got to have it? Yeah, I, I think I think when you're in your seats because they have you socially distanced at Kaufman. So I think when you're in your seats, like with your group, you can you can have it down. I, okay. I believe is the rule. Um, hey. But I'm good with that. Like whatever the rule is, I'm 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 fine following it. I do not care. Yeah. I just I really just want to go. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. So speaking of the Royals, yes, we will be at the game on Friday. Hopefully, yeah. there, there's rain in the forecast right now. Hopefully, that moves out. Hopefully that uh, rain moves really. up um, so that way we can have the game and be there and witness a Major League Baseball game in person for the first time in a couple of years. Yeah, but uh, awesome. the Royals right now, as we record this on Tuesday morning, the 13th, they are 4-4, four and four, uh, had probably their worst game of the year last night against the Angels, which – there's like three or four teams in MLB that have not lost a series yet. Um, one being the Royals, uh, one being the Angels. So one of those two teams is going to lose this series, uh, three-game series. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't think it's going to be the Royals. I'm, obviously, we'll talk about bets later, but Royals are going to win today and tomorrow. To win the series against the I, Angels. I was thinking, I mean, I'm not trying to, I was thinking the Angels beat us on the first game too. Or is this a four-game series? No, no, the, yesterday was the first game. Yesterday was the first game against the Angels? Yeah, with the Angels. Because they played the White Sox on Sunday. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay, cool. All right, this is it. We're going to, yeah. Danny Duffy. Dial it yep, up. Danny Duffy tonight. Hopefully, uh, Hopefully last night, you know, he kept it clean, you know, got some sleep, no falling asleep in the Burger King drive-thru. You know, <laughs> so it, I do, I like, I, that story, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, man, that like sort of makes me like him like even more because it is funny. <laughs> Maybe it's stupid, but it's funny. But 
Uh, yeah, you know what? At four and four, I'm pleasantly surprised with how the Royals are doing this year. They're kind of the team we sort of kind of thought that me and you thought they were, where they're like, they're like a decent team, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's why, you know, we took the the over on the wins because that's a, you know, it, we think they're going to be decent. We think, like, okay, ceiling for wins is probably, what did you have the ceiling at, like, 80? 85. 82? 85? Yeah. And so, the 72 was a no-brainer. I really thought this team could be 500. Uh, you know, nothing crazy. No 90-win season, nothing like that. But, like. 500, maybe sneak in that, 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 that little, that last little wild card spot, maybe. But at the same time, really, we got a super young team and like everybody kind of knows like we weren't going to contend for World Series this year. We just want to have a fun team and we do. So mm-hmm. overall, overall, I'm happy with the Royals. Oh, definitely. Um, like you said, I mean, we're, we're sitting at 500 right now. Uh, Salvi, Salvador Perez, our beloved catcher. Yeah. Did get his 1,000th hit last night. Uh, yeah. So, good for him. Congratulations. Uh, I, I love that, you know, Salvi's been a Royal. And, you know, he does the Salvi splash when we win. And those guys like to have fun. Uh, you know, so do we. So, congratulations to Salvi on his 1,000th hit. I wish, you know, it could have came in a little better game. But, uh, you know, the Royals, lots of errors last night and just – that's not going to win you games, especially against really good teams. I mean, the Angels are, I think, projected to be one of the best teams in baseball. So, I mean, yeah, dude. I you, mean you can't make errors against them. No, I mean, think about who they got on the team. They have the best best player in baseball with Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then Pujols got, is still there. Yeah, the old vet. Oh, Albert yeah. Pujols, who is, to me, is the best first baseman of all time. Because uh, he has like a six or – I mean, I I am not a Cardinals fan. Yeah. He's got like a six or seven-year stretch <laughs> where it's like statistically like in, like insanity, like how good mm-hmm. he is. And, uh, you know, never been in trouble. No one's ever accused him of roids. Like the dude's like an all-time great. I think – is this his last year? Has he yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, he said he's going to retire at the end of this season. Okay. Good for him. He also yep. – he has a uh, – He's also got a – makes me like him even more. He's got a Bobby Bonilla-type uh, thing on his contract. It, when he retires, the Angels are still paying the dude for like another 15 years. Nice. I know. I'm like, Albert, my man. So, you literally – Good literally for him. Like, screw up as bad as he wanted to, and he's still making money. Yeah. So, nice. So, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Angels are a good team. So, you know, to get wins against – get a win against these guys would be awesome. So, yeah, and it's going to happen tonight. Uh, Danny Duffy on the yeah, hill. Uh, so, yeah, boom, there we go. Uh, I mean, I'll just go ahead and throw it out there. You know, uh, I know it's kind of the middle of the show. Usually we save these for the end. But, I mean, obviously my bet tonight, your bet tonight. Royals money line, baby. Yeah, buddy. We're going, Danny. We're betting on A. So, you either get you either get an ace – or you get like a very non-ace with Danny Duffy today. Ace. It's the ace. Yep. Seven innings, no runs, five hits. There you go. I don't know about. I'll take. I'll take that stat line. I know. I almost want to. I almost like for fun. I just want to look at like Danny Duffy props and just like that. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad bunch of Danny those. Duffy. Um. But yeah. So 
Royals get the win tonight. Uh, yeah. We're just predicting the future. It's going to happen. Speak it into existence. The rain is not – it's going to be pulled from the forecast on Friday. Yeah. And it's going to be when we, about game time, about 7, 7, 10 or 7 o'clock, whatever time the game is. It's going to be about 62 degrees with a slight wind coming from home base. Like pushing towards the outfield? Yeah. So we get some big hits. Yes. From the Royals. From the Royals. And then when uh, when our opponents are up to bat, the wind's going to shift. And go back. And go back. Man, this is good. We're setting up for a good time. Yeah. And then it's going to yeah. rain. So it might rain a little bit before. And so you get that, like, rain, that nice – Rain That's what I'm saying. It's 62. The rain will cool yeah. off just a little bit. A little rainbow. We get a yeah. little rainbow before the game. Oh, Salvi's gonna hit a home run. We're gonna get a home run from Salvi. Witt's gonna, you know, Witt's been on a little. Witt Merrifield been on a little bit of a slump. He's gonna break out of it. Super hot. He was super hot to start the season. A little slump now. Coming back time this week. So let's go. So yeah, we're both on Royals money line this week. So. Uh, It'll be good. Rolls get that W tonight, so. Yeah. Cool. So, all right. Um, do you want to do your bet now or you want to save it for the end? What the heck? Let's just do it now. All right. My bet today is a r- weird bet at Seattle. Uh, Baltimore under six and a half, which is like super low, but the rain, uh, the weather up there is, is trash. Uh, the game actually got postponed yesterday because the weather was trash. And so what's going on, they're saying, is that this balls are kind of hard to hit. No, no, Probably no home runs because the, the wind's pushing. Like we are talking about earlier, the wind's pushing in. So these guys are going to have a hard time getting the ball out. So you'll get a lot of pop flies and stuff. So we're betting on that. Seattle-Baltimore under six and a half. All right. Um, I'm going to go over there. I just think that number's too low. Uh, six and a half. I mean, you did mention that is a low number for base, excuse me for baseball. It usually, is. usually it's more around eight and a half, nine and a half. Yeah. Excuse me for uh, for baseball, but uh, you know, so you're saying each team scores three runs or less, so like a three-two game, which yeah. is totally possible because it is baseball. Um, yeah. But I'm going to go with the over there. I think it's more like a four-three game. Oh, just barely over, huh? Yeah, just barely. Um, You know, so I I think some will go 4-3. So I'm going to go with the over um, on Seattle versus Baltimore. Um, Is that game up in Seattle? Uh, Actually, I don't know. I can look it up. Okay. Um, So whatever I was seeing, it was just just trash weather. Trash weather. (laughs) Which, oh, yeah, so here. Seattle or Baltimore, either of those could be trash. Pretty weather. much, yeah. Uh, Baltimore, and it's in Baltimore. It's in Baltimore. Okay. Wait, wait. I mean, wait, wait. I, they, they got they got some bad weather over there too. Hold on a sec. We got a pretty good day here in Kansas City. It's fifty and sunny right now. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on a second here. Now I do have. I think I got to clear something up. I think. Okay, so it's a double header. It's oh, okay, okay. This is why my all my little signals are saying bet that six and a half. 
it's a double header today because they're making up the game from yesterday. So okay. double double header uh, goes seven innings instead of nine. So oh, that's why the runners lower. That's why it's lower. Okay, and it's a home. So yeah, yeah. So that's that. And then let me see if the the second game is the same way because the over under on the second game today is seven. Yeah. That's okay. why so because I was like, why is it so low? Okay, the weather's that bad, and my, like my little signals from the from the app were like telling me to bet it, and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go with it. And then I was like, oh, the weather must be horrible, but that's why that's like that. So, um, you can still score seven runs in seven innings, though, dude. <laughs> yeah, so, I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah, Stick- I, I just need to run an inning. Actually, you say, I mean, that ain't that's doable. Yeah, it is. Totally. And I just need the one inning to do a little zero zero. That's it. Yeah. So Let's yeah, go. that that makes me feel a little worse about my bet, but you know, hey, whatever. It's for the love of uh, love of betting, the love of the it's for the love of betting. Uh, so yeah, the love of me having to buy you a shot. Yeah. So I'll get that. Um, you know, I'll probably be, if if that's a day game, I may have it on here because I'm chilling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll throw it on at work or whatever. Um, yeah, it's like the first first one's like. I don't know, 3 o'clock or 2 o'clock, something like that, 1 o'clock. Okay. Well, I, uh, you know, as we are sitting here, too, um, you know, I got my Lancers hat on today, my Lancers vest. What's going on be, with the Lancers? You know, I, one, we, we have our kickoff meeting for the 2021 season today with anyone interested in playing football uh, for next year at the school. So I'm going to go up there here in a couple hours and uh, hang out. Coaches meeting this evening, but, uh, you know, starting on Thursday, I'm going to be the voice of the Lancer baseball team. Um, so yeah, announcing at the home games, starters and who's up to bat and who's pitching and those type things. So, Hey, we'll still, we'll start that on Thursday for all the home games. So if you come out to a Lancer baseball game, you'll hear me uh, announcing on the mic. Make it, make it, you know, make it a little exciting. Oh yeah, got it. Got to get a little excitement in your voice. Um, you know, when, when you're announcing, I mean, it's high school sports. It's supposed to be fun, right? Hundred percent. So, like, when you do it, um, what do you? So it's all it's introducing the lineups, right? Yeah. Uh, and then every time they they come up to the plate, you say who it is. Yep. Say their else? number and, and their name. And then what else? Is that it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Because um, you're not you're not play by play or nothing like that. No, no, no. It's not it's not play by play or anything. It's just you know you announce like, hey, coming to the plate now, number two, Justin Randa, something like that. Everyone's like, yay, and you're like, yeah. oh yeah, no, I- <laughs> yeah, you know, and and Here we go. now now batting now batting for uh, Shawnee Mission South. I don't even care. Now betting Shawnee Mission South. His his parents hate him because <laughs> they sent him to south and not east. He has he has, he's failing every class. <laughs> and the kid's like crying when he's trying to bat. I'm not <laughs> failing. Yeah, you are. You're. <laughs> he's covered like, in a box of rocks. Here we go. <laughs> and then and then like you know when they're up to bat, I'm yelling, "Hey, better better swing, better 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 swing." <laughs> <laughs> Man, this just guy, just for them, just for the weight. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
why is like man the, the Sean mission needs lancers the home field advantage is insane they're like why because of the crowd no man the announcer he's just always getting, he's always getting on these guys the whole yeah. game. <laughs> now the whole coming up to get out. struck out in three straight pitches <laughs> Halen from Shawnee Mission Northwest, John Johnson. No, I don't know. Is it what a what a name, John Johnson? Yeah. No, uh, we joke, but you know it's it's going to be fun. Coach Gordon yeah. asked me to do it, so I said, "Hey, let's go. Let's uh, let's make it happen, Captain." I like that. Don't forget yeah. to be like. Hey, by the way, this is Gary from Midwest Life. <laughs> yeah. Tune into my show on the KC Public Network. They're like, all right, Gary, all right. Yeah, uh, 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 KC and Spotify. All right, Gary, you're done. And you can look iHeartRadio. <laughs> Anywhere what? you get your Today's audio. Your, uh, real quick, boys, the quick bets of the day. <laughs> yeah. uh, the line for this game. Yeah, I'll take now taking bets. Now taking bets in the in the uh, press box. You've got thirty minutes to place bets with me. Come back to the press box. I got a chalkboard. I'll write your name on there for the spread. Everyone's like, cats, homie. Are you gambling on a high school baseball game? Nope. Uh, All for fake money. All for fun. (laughs) Wink, 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 wink. We're using Usher bucks. We're using Usher bucks. (laughs) We're using the Usher bucks. I saw that. It's so stupid. It's Ursher Bucks, man. Don't worry. It's Ursher Bucks. Now, you may or may not be able to redeem later for real bucks. <laughs> we just have to keep it quiet because we're at a high school. <laughs> See in the parking lot. Yeah. It's <laughs> like random stuff. If anybody wants to get beers, <laughs> I got some I got some in the parking lot. What? <laughs> just kidding, but seriously. It's <laughs> just kidding, but serious. No. Um, all right. Uh, but, yeah, no, that's going to be fun. I'm excited to get out and watch some baseball. Uh, you know, high school baseball is fun, too. So, I'm going to do that game on Thursday, and then I'll be with you at the Royals game on Friday. Yeah, if anyone wants to buy me a beer, I, I'll i take it. Yeah, electronically. Please buy me electro- – yeah, electronically. You got to do electronically. Yeah, I got I got to read into how we do that. I mean, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And it's Buck Night, so pretty excited about that. Um, first Royals game in a couple of years. So, all right, moving on. Um, Julian Edelman retired uh, yesterday. He announced it. Yeah. Um, so there was a big debate about is he a Hall of Famer? I mean, obviously that 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 comes up anytime a guy retires. Um, two names that stand out to me that are not in the Hall of Fame. Torrey Holt and Reggie Wayne. Right. Um, so, and those aren't the only two receivers that are not in the Hall of Fame that should be. But those were two names on the list that stand out to me, uh, you know, that, that I kind of grew up watching and were very consistent over a period of time, kind of like Edelman. Uh, but I think they both deserve to be in the Hall of Fame before it's a conversation that Julian Edelman is a Hall of Famer or not. I agree. Uh, I would add, uh, as far as like statistics go, I'd add Heinz, Heinz Ward to that list. Heinz, Heinz Ward has better numbers. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna, if like someone's gonna say Edelman should be a Hall of Famer, I'm like, well, you know, the problem is that 
Heinz Ward is not. And so you can't put a guy in that has, you know, less, yeah. whatever. And then the, the second argument that I've seen, I will say this, the majority, like any poll I've seen, the majority of people say it, it's no. This this just came out, like people are putting the polls out because it is, it's something to talk about and, you know, shows need stuff to talk about. So you put it out there, whatever. Like, uh, one argument I saw, this guy's got a Super Bowl MVP. I'm like, he's got a Super Bowl MVP in the worst offensive Super Bowl <laughs> that has, like, ever happened. So get mm-hmm. out of here. If anything, yeah. somebody on the defense probably should have got it. Because yeah. it was – that game was boring. But uh, but anyways, I would say, yeah, I, this ain't – we're not trying to, like, shit on this dude. We're saying it's not a Hall of Famer, but I would say Patriots Hall of Famer. Oh yeah, they're they're the Patriots Ring of Honor Hall of Fame, whatever whatever they call it at, at Foxborough. He definitely belongs in there, hundred percent first ballot. Um, you know, h- however that process works uh, for that team, but as far as NFL Hall of Fame goes, no. And again, you're right, we're not shitting on him. Uh, Edelman did a great job. I mean, he, he's, I mean, he, he played for a long time in the league, made a lot of big-time catches for Tom Brady in the playoffs. You know, a lot of people yesterday, um, even one person that's uh, on this network with us, Lance, was trying to compare him to Tyreek Hill. Like, nobody nobody looks at Julian Edelman and goes, well, he's a better receiver than Tyreek Hill. I mean, it, they're two different guys. They have two different skill sets. So why, why do we have to prop one guy up to – kick another guy down like why can't we just say like hey great career dude you want a bunch of rings you ran your routes well you caught the ball when your team needed you to great career congratulations you did yeah. what a lot of people cannot yeah and you know what I, w- I would even give him the benefit of the doubt you know sometimes is that he was in okay so i believe he was a miami dolphin for like a while, and Belichick like traded. I'm thinking if I, I think is this right, Belichick traded like a six round pick for this dude or something, or he became a free agent from Miami. Anyways, Edelman was used as like a special teams guy, and pretty much nothing. Belichick like scouted him like pretty hardcore, and like brought him into the Patriots. I think I think I'm. Are you looking it up? I'm looking it up. Yes. I think I'm right about that. Like he was a, a Dolphin, I believe. And really, no, uh, he played quarterback at Kent State. Who am I? Was thinking selected of? in the seventh round of the 2009 NFL draft by the Patriots. Hey, hey, I'm thinking of, uh, dude, I'm thinking of Wes Welker. Wes Welker you, you was may, the Dolphin. You may be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Wes Welker was the Dolphin that Belichick got. Edelman was another diamond in the rough that. That uh, Belichick like scouted out and brought him in and was like, they just it's like Belichick does this thing where he, he it's like he figures out like your best trait and he just hey guess what we're gonna use that Edelman has awesome route running and really good hands, not really a speed guy, but he can get open and he you know he, in a certain system like he 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 like you know he does really well and he's got a little quarterback stuff I think they've run a couple of trick plays with him. They did, yep. So, so the, he, he the, the deal on that, the deal on him is this. I mean, I you tell me there's not too many coaches in the league that would have won seven games with that Patriots team last year. I mean, really? 
Oh like, yeah, they, definitely. That team is stunk as far as like personnel goes, right? I mean, we we kind of thought like the one of us did. One of us have the Patriots still making the playoffs. There? <laughs> I did. I, I had the Patriots winning the division still. Hey, but did it, well, real quick, I, I don't think you're way off on that. Cam Newton, remember, Cam Newton was out for uh, a couple weeks from from COVID, mm-hmm. right? and so against the Chiefs, they have to start. And they started a uh, Hoyer. It's our Brian. Yeah, I think Hoyer. so. Yeah, yeah, and really, the, we didn't beat him by forty. I don't even know if we cut. Co- well, we might have covered, but I don't, we didn't beat him by forty. Anyways, what I'm saying is, Belichick just does a nice job grabbing these diamonds in the rough and getting the most out of them. So. Edelman's Edelman's a product of, of that, and and he just you know that's who he is. Hall of Famer, no, Patriots Hall of Famer, yes. Yeah, completely agree there. Uh, you know, other NFL news: Aaron Rodgers is still unhappy in Green Bay, allegedly. Uh, you know the story that it seems like it won't go away. People keep bringing it up, bringing it up. Um, you know, and then. Cowherd has said it on his show a lot. Other teams in the league, you know, ha- have a true owner, like in the building, right? Green Bay, Green Bay doesn't have an owner, right? Um, you know, uh, Dak Prescott. Now, I, I know Jerry Jones is also the D- GM, but Dak Prescott can go down and and talk to Jerry Jones, get a meeting, yeah, if he needs, if, if he to, wants, yeah, um, if. A player in New England wants to meet with Robert Kraft. He can go through the appropriate channels and set that up. Same thing here in Kansas City. If, if a player wants to talk to Clark Hunt, they can go in the building and get that done. Um, you know, it may not happen right away, but there, there's an owner, right? There's somebody at the head of the table. If you don't like what your GM's telling you and your coach is telling you, there's there's an owner. Um there's not that in Green Bay because it's owned kind of by the people. You know, a bunch of people have little shares of the team. Right. So, you know, they, they do have a GM and just – but to me, what's upsetting Aaron Rodgers is he feels, you know, he feels like they don't get him any help. Well, Green Bay has really never signed big free agents. They've never been a team that spends money in free agency. I mean, the one, the one big free agent I can think that they signed was Reggie White. Okay, we Minister got two. Of defense. We got two in the, in the, in the modern era where there's two. Okay, who's that? So, it's, it's the year – I mean, it is the year they win the Super Bowl. They go grab Julius Peppers, and they go grab Charles Woodson. Oh, yeah. So two all defensive sudden, guys. Yeah, you spend some money on that defense. You get a top ten defense, you got a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And so that 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 wore out, and then they don't want to spend the money anymore. And then they, hey, and by the way, who was the coach of that team? That's your coach now, McCarthy. Yeah. McCarthy, and he's now the coach of who? Dallas <clears throat> Cowboys. Yep, and they're about to have a top ten defense under Dan Quinn, and maybe win a Super Bowl. Hmm. You're gonna go from like the worst to top ten? Hmm. Really? I'm just saying. What's that based on? I'm just saying. How good was Atlanta's defense last year? Uh, he was head coach. It didn't matter. <laughs> I would take the under on that top ten. 
Amy, uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not fully in yet, but I'm just saying. Mike McCarthy, no, I, good coach. But yeah, you're right. Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's not happy. So Aaron Rodgers not happy. He also gets. I mean, what ends up happening too is I think he gets to see the power that some of these young guys get. Right. Mahomes got a little bit of got a little bit of leeway as far as some of the stuff goes. I'm not saying they uh, sit him down and he signs all the players, but they they definitely ask for his input, and that's kind of a. I mean, we know we know a couple of years ago they texted him, you know, or talked to him at some point pre-draft uh, about yep. you know guys. So, yep, you know, I think Aaron just wants a little mm-hmm. bit of that, and I think I, I and here's my my position on that. They should do it. Yeah. Hey, you have an all-pro, all-time great quarterback. Ask ask what he thinks. Here's the deal, too. you got to look at the team that just won the Super Bowl with Tom Brady. Bruce Arians said he lets Tom coach a lot. Mm-hmm. If Tom's feeling a little tired or he says – or Tom says, hey, I need a, a recovery day, he, he, gets him, he gets him the time off the field. And so, they you know, they can do whatever. It's this leeway stuff they're giving these all-time guys, and when you have a guy like Rodgers, you know, I'm not saying I'm not saying Cincinnati should do that with Joe Burrow. I'm yeah. saying Griffin or the or the or the Jaguars with Lawrence. But like when you have a guy like Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, uh, when you had the Saints with Drew Brees, which I, I think they did give Drew Brees a lot of a lot of because Brees never had a problem. I think he got a lot of uh, a lot of time to or a lot of uh, uh, freedom to do do what he needed to do. And a lot of input, and then that's it. You know, they didn't do the same thing. So I actually feel like the Packers should do themselves a favor. I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers makes all the decisions, but call him and say what you think about this guy. How do you think? How do you want to work him in? Because Rodgers has said before that he watches a lot of college football. Mm-hmm. We, you know, when he's not doing film, he watches a lot, and so he knows about a lot of the guys coming up, and so he knows. And I'm like. What the heck just asked this dude? So, you feel the same about that? I do. Um, you know, and, and you were talking about Tom Brady getting rest days and things like that. You right. know, he, he's earned that right. Uh, um, so, you, you know, you're absolutely right, like mentioning, hey, Joe Burrow, he, he, he can't do that with Cincinnati. Trevor no. Lawrence, when he walks in the door at um, the Jacksonville facility here in a few weeks, he can't do that. He can't demand things or say, like, Hey, I, I kind of my arm's kind of sore. I'm gonna throw a little less today. Right. Like he, th- those guys can't do that. But but Tom Brady has earned the right. Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, has earned the right. Um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers the MVP last year of yeah. the whole league. He, um, it's like it's like you you can give the freedom to the guys that you know that you can trust to do what's best for the team. Okay, so for instance, like if you want to talk about quarterbacks that have not won a Super Bowl, that you could still give this leeway to, Atlanta could do that with Matt Ryan. Yeah. Uh, because again, I think LA, LA will probably do that with Stafford. And, and it's not like they're saying, like, you know, they're calling from home because they woke up late or whatever, like, no, oh, yeah. I just don't feel like coming in today. No, they're in the facility still. They're getting yeah. treatment on that sore arm or, or sore ankle. Uh, they're still watching film. I mean, not, not. I think they use the Microsoft Surface Pro in the NFL, so they're carrying that thing around, and, and they're still in the building watching film. They're drawing stuff up on paper, like, 
they're making lists of, hey, here's the plays I like this week out of what you gave me as a coach. The coach has a package, and they're like, hey, here's the plays I really like this week. And that's absolutely okay for those guys to, to have those things. Um, I agree. That's what's going to get – that's what, like, Tom Brady's saying now he wants to play past 45. That's what's going to get him past 45. Yeah. Make it enjoyable. Like every day. The, yeah, I agree. The days of we're going to do it my way because I'm the coach, like, those days are gone. Like, you know, we're going to run till somebody throws up. Like, nope. you're not doing that anymore. Yeah, now, now, now I will say this on the flip side. There are guys, and we just talked about that, like Lawrence and stuff like that. They got to build those habits before you give them that freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing would have been, say, like in the 80s, late 80s or whatever, say they gave LT, you know, hey, man, take some days off. Man, they might never seen him again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there are rumors that LT slept in the parking lot some nights of the Giants facility, and he had a guy that would go by his car and wake him up uh, when it was time to go to work. That's crazy. But at the same time, he showed up and was yeah. highly productive. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's you know, a cool subject because NBA guys do it too. Uh, LeBron gets that leeway. Uh, Kevin Durant does. The Bro- Brooklyn Nets do that with a lot of their guys. Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Kyrie's taking, like, time off this year. So, it's like I think the new way of doing stuff to help these players have longer careers is to give them more freedom and more input into what they're doing. So, I am on Aaron Rodgers' side on this issue. Yes. Um, now, if I had to ask you – Hey, what percentage chance do you give it that Aaron Rodgers is not starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers in the 2021 NFL season? What percentage would you put on that, that he is not? That's a two. Two percent? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say five. So we're we're on the same page. I mean, it's, it's way low. Just from a business standpoint, the Green Bay Packers are not going to be like, all right, we're done with this dude. See you later. Like, see you later. See you later, loser. See you later, yeah, loser. He, I mean, he's he's just too good right now. Um, now, 2022 NFL season, I would I would actually go above 50%. I'd probably go Whoa. about 60. So you think he's got one more year and then they, they're, they're going to think I about doing love? I think this will be his final year in a Green Bay Packers uniform. Okay, I can see that because the, the way they're acting right now, it makes you feel like they want to move on to Jordan Love. So, like it's 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 close enough to the season, and they're not gonna they're not gonna do anything drastic right now. But right. I think after the season, see ya. And then you get, and then we'll have we'll be able. To, hey, thank you very much, Packers, for doing that because we'll be able to have multiple shows talking about a great subject. Thank yes. you, thank you, Packers. Yeah. So. Um, any other NFL tidbits? Uh, just the one that's kind of funny that I was talking about a little bit off the Kevin James movie about Sean Payton. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to make a movie about Sean Payton coaching his son's sixth-grade flag football team. And Kevin James is going to play Sean Payton, which to me is a really weird choice. <laughs> it's gonna, um, they must be going for, like, a comedy, like a comedy deal. Yeah, it's supposed to be a comedy. I mean – I, I don't dislike Kevin James. I just – I don't – I mean, I don't see him as, as Sean Payton, but I don't know. Um, 
it's and it's a Netflix movie, and you know Kevin James has a contract with Netflix, so I mean maybe that's a, another reason he got the role because he's already under their employ. Easy thing to do. Probably just had to get Sean Payton to sign off on it. Yeah, like you get with Kevin James playing you, and he's like, yeah, he's funny, whatever. Pay yeah, maybe some money. Maybe some money. So um, what, yeah, the, what the setting is is Sean Payton suspended. He's suspended for the. Is this for the uh, the targeting stuff? Yeah, it was it was for the bounty gate. So he's <laughs> he's suspended for bounty gate. So way he's like, I'm gonna go coach my son's sixth grade team. Supposedly they ran they ran some Saints plays. You know, not the playbook, but like yeah, so high level concepts, and they went undefeated and just like ran it. So it'll be mm-hmm. kind of interesting to see that kind of stuff, uh, to see what's going on. So, I mean, will I watch it? Yeah, I'll watch it. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely watch it. Um, all right. And you wanted to, uh, as, as kind of our last subject of the day, uh, it's the five-year anniversary of something. Why don't you talk about that? Five-year anniversary of Kobe Bryant's last game. And it's 60 points. A game-winning shot. I mean, like storybook, storybook everything for him. Um, I guess the the I did. I've seen one funny thing about the game. I guess there was somebody on the team was like, "Hey, man, like I was open at the top of the key," and Kobe's like, "Dude, you do not want to take like in my last game. Trust me, you do not want to take any of these shots and miss. So I'll take all the shots, and the crowd will be happy because everybody knows. I mean, his last season." The Lakers really did not have a good team at all. It no. was Kobe and a bunch of scrubs, and uh, which which that sucks. That sucks. That the Lakers for the longest time just were not. I don't know. They were just very content with selling tickets and like selling tickets for Kobe Bryant's farewell tour, which is what it was. He went all around the league, and and everybody gave him the respect. Everybody loved this dude. Uh, you know, fierce competitor, but. Five years, 60-point game, game-winning shot, Mamba out. I remember watching highlights from this. It was it was awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and we argue over kind of the, the GOAT conversation, Jordan, LeBron. I mean, it, either way that you have it, Jordan, LeBron, I mean, Kobe's right there too. And, and there's an argument to be made that, that Kobe could be, you, you know, the GOAT. Obviously, Mamba mentality, he retired. He was doing a lot of great things off the court, uh, you know, to, to help people and just kind of his his killer instincts, uh, you know, help propel him to the career he had. I mean, obviously, I don't have him above Jordan or LeBron, but I there's an argument there to be made. And, you know, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. But, yeah, five years ago today, his final NBA game, uh, there in Los Angeles, game-winning shot. Hollywood couldn't have wrote it any better. Right. Very cool. Very cool stuff. Yeah. The, the, I mean, really, the argument for Kobe is like, well, if they, if the Lakers somehow mend things with Shaq, potentially, he's got two more ranks because they were. Mm-hmm. I mean, like together, they were so dominant. They were so dominant. Yeah. I mean, there's argue. There's arguments that like that, like because Shaq has some. Oh, there's a finals. I don't know if it's like 01 or 2000 or not. I don't know which one it is. His numbers are like insanity. So it's, they're saying that that's like that finals performance is the best of all time by one single player. Cause he averaged like 32, 13 and what 
like four blocks of game, like stupid, right? Yeah. Um, Shaq with them, then it's like, oh, maybe another championship. But we'll never know. And I think everybody, most people do have Kobe in their top five. Uh, for me, he's my three. So yeah. there you go. Um, right, and, baby. you know, my, my, my favorite player of all time in the NBA was Jason Kidd. And that Kobe and Shaq team beat them, I believe, in back-to-back finals. Yeah. Uh, when yeah, when Kid was with the New Jersey Nets, uh-huh. um, you know, back in the day. So, and, and Kid was a really good player, and they had some other good players on that team. But, I mean, Kobe and Shaq was just too dominant. And they couldn't much, keep up. Man. Yeah, it was just too and, much. And Phil Jackson, right? Yeah, yeah, Phil Jackson. I mean, so you've got, you've got some all-time players there. Uh, and an all-time coach, uh, you know, NBA. And really, NBA, I, I don't think it's so much the X's and O's of basketball. It's how do you manage those egos and get them to work together. Um, and that's what Phil Jackson was extraordinarily good at at that level. Yeah, Obviously, doing it in Chicago, yeah. doing it in L.A. Um, I mean, he's got what? I think 10 or 12, something like no, that. Uh, yeah, 11, because he has six of Bulls, five as Lakers, and then one as a player. So yeah. he's got 12. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy, right? That's the GOAT. That's the yeah. GOAT basketball coach. So, all right, rest in peace, Kobe. Um, we'll end the show on that, you know, his 60-point game, final of his career. Uh, bet the Royals tonight. Uh, bet Seattle-Baltimore. Under or over, however you're feeling. I'm over. He's under. Yeah, baby. But uh, I'm Gary. This is Austin. We're Midwest Mike's. This has been Fully Loaded Kansas City on the Kansas City Public Network.